I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Sean Bajani and Brandon Scott in for Payne and Pendergast this morning. Good morning, everybody. 713-572-4610 if you'd like to get in to the trailer wheel and frame text line. A lot of you hitting us up this morning, ready to talk some ball. And so we'll kind of keep that going. A lot of football to discuss as we head into the draft conversation. Um you know, it's like this every year, but it's even more exciting when you've got not just one, but two first-round picks to discuss. And so operating underneath the hypothetical that the Texans will have their quarterback cinched up uh, with the number two overall pick, uh, we're taking a look at some uh, guys that they should consider for the number 12 overall selection in the draft. And uh, we kind of did this uh, by position groups. We had a receiver, Quentin Johnson, uh, out of TCU. Uh, the first hour. We'll do this every 23 mark of every hour this morning on the show. So we'll get to a couple other receivers here, B. Scott. Um, and just looking through this list, you know, of like top tier candidates, yep. receivers that should go in the first round. I personally don't think it's that deep. Um, no, it's it's not. We're talking about a list of maybe four guys. Yeah, maybe, okay. Maybe, and that's a maybe. So you and I are on the same page there. Yeah. Um, a couple of these guys uh, we've got here in this segment earmarked Jordan Addison out of USC. Yep, yep. And yeah. Jackson Smith uh, in Jigba. Yeah, and Jordan Addison should be noted. Out of Ohio State. Jordan Addison should be noted not just out of USC but also out of Pitt as well because yeah. that's kind of where his claim to fame was, right? Yeah, yeah fair. The Lindenkoff Award with Pittsburgh when he was still playing with Kenny Pickett and then made the transfer over. So – that's interesting too. Uh, that he, in back-to-back years, will have played with what is going to be effectively starting NFL-caliber quarterbacks. And can you think about whatever you want to think about Kenny Pickett? But he's the guy over there in Pittsburgh right now. Played with Kenny Pickett one year, and then the next year goes and plays with Caleb Williams in the Heisman Trophy year. And I think everybody expects Caleb Williams to go the go number one overall next year when he comes out of the draft, and certainly be. An NFL quarterback. Yeah, if he stays so, healthy, yeah. it seems like a cinch. There's no doubt about that. You know, the prospect of the Texans or, like, really any of these teams, the Bears, if, if I don't know, if they get Bryce Young, you know, the prospect of them having, you know, him and then drafting a receiver later, somebody that played with him, or, like, even a Stroud, if the Texans get Stroud at number two, being able to draft – Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know, somebody that was catching touchdown passes from him on the regular this past season. Yeah. You know, like the idea that you could have a duo that played together in college and have them do it at the NFL. The prospect, I think, is there for a number of teams to kind of do that over the course of the next couple of years. Obviously, if the Texans get lucky and have 
Bryce Young. They've had John Mechie in-house now for a year. Hopefully he'd be able to play yeah. uh, this year um, after beating cancer. But i just thinking about that. That would be so cool. Yeah, well, um, th- there, there is that possibility, and I think – like there are so one thing that I love a lot about where the Texans are with this draft specifically is that there are options. Like there is not a clear cut. Yeah. The only thing that I feel like is clear cut, at least to me. That's what stresses me out though is there's so many options. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> yeah. fun. It's fun. It's fun, and you know, not to let them off the hook in an accountability standpoint, but for the organization. It's going to be really hard to do revisionist history on this draft because there are so many different directions that they could go in that you could defend in real time in the moment. And so, and, oh, we'll find a way. Three. Years oh, down yeah. The road. And I'm knocking on wood. Easy. <laughs> I'm knocking on wood here that it doesn't that this doesn't even factor in that this doesn't happen at all that they hit on the picks and the revisionist history that we do is hey, remember when they drafted this guy that went to the Pro Bowl and contributed to these championship teams and all of that? Like, hopefully that's that's the vision and that's what happens. But I mean, in real time, there are a bunch of different directions that they could go even here at wide receiver. Like I love the idea that they could pair CJ Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba as former uh, teammates at Ohio state. And then if you pair them up here with the Texans, like I like Jackson Smith and Jigba's potential as a wide receiver better than anybody that the Texans have at wide receiver right now. Like, I think he's going to be that type of guy, a true number one. And then C.J. Stroud, obviously, to me, is a better quarterback prospect than anything that they had on the roster. He bothers me, though. The kid from Ohio State. The injury thing? Yeah, the injury thing. I mean, Stingley was the same way, you know? Uh, that's That's a great point, though. Can you afford to draft another guy in the first round who has an injury history? That's the thing. After you just did it last year when with you, a guy. Just going off of what you just said, you know, in real time, you know, we're going to be able to, like, really poke some holes in these things because there are so many different avenues you could go in when you have two first-round picks. Yeah. If you get that quarterback at number two, which, you know, we're doing this hypothetical under that assumption, I mean, that make a lot of people feel better, okay? Obviously, at least what I think, everybody around here would like Bryce Young. If you don't get Bryce Young, but you get C.J. Stroud, you still feel pretty good. But you take number 12 overall pick, and it goes to a guy who only played two, three games this past season. God, that just kind of, I'm not going to say deflating totally, but, I mean, it's kind of like, eh, yeah. come on. You the, know, we, we you could have done so much more. Yeah, the thing about it that works for me, and it worked for me with Derek Stingley as well, and maybe I fell into this trap, but I, I still feel like Derek Stingley is going to be a really good player. But to the point on Jackson Smith and Jigba, the last, and again, this is the same thing with Stingley. The last time I saw the guy play, or the last time I saw him healthy, I viewed him as a prime prospect at that position. And so, it, it, I talk about this all the time. A lot of this comes down to your appetite for risk. And it sounds like right now, Sean, you don't have a high appetite for it. And I don't blame you because because of how important these picks are. Like I'm, I'm not criticizing you mm. for it. I don't blame you. These these picks are super important. But what is your appetite for risk? Even Nick Casario talked about this last year, leading up to the draft. Like, might we look at a player who won't play for us next year? Like he he said that. Now I don't think he meant it being what it turned out to be. Like with you know obviously with a uh, 
John Mechie yeah. coming down with leukemia. I don't think that that, that not was not at all what he meant. I think that was a different. It was about his injury, his uh, because he got injured in the SEC championship game. Yeah, but just that line of thinking. Yeah. Is, the organization was in a different state at that point in time. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah, certainly, certainly. You're but, not you're not looking to take a guy that's not going to play for you. No, no, no. I, I just use that as an as yeah. an example. And what is your appetite for risk in a given year? It might it should change from year to year. So, like you said, situation is different. The organization is in a different spot. And, again, just last year, they drafted a guy with an injury history who got injured and only played half the year. Mm -hmm. Do you want to spend a first-round pick on somebody that has those same concerns, even if they are (laughs) as close to a a top-level prospect as you'll find? About What was the term that he used when they drafted uh, when they drafted Stingley, was that there's the most consensus on this player. I think out of all of the wide receivers that we're talking about, Quentin Johnson out of TCU, Jordan Addison out of USC, formerly of Pitt, and then Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State, I feel like as prospects, just strictly as players, forget the injury history for a second, mm-hmm. I feel like Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be the one that there's most consensus on as an overall wide receiver. I, I do I do believe that. But I mean, then there's the injury history that's well, a factor. That's the thing. I mean, yeah. and it's already a crapshoot. You know, if you want to just kind of dumb it down, you know, it's a 50-50. I mean, it's less than that if you take into account his injury history because it is recent, because it hampered, um, you know, his production in the most pivotal season of his career collegiately um, to showcase what he could do, yeah. uh, you know, for a really great team this past year with Ohio State and uh, playing with C.J. Stroud, that's just what bothers me, and it, of course it would work out that way. Hey, who's who translates best to the NFL with their game, their body type, you know, their size, athletic ability? The guy that you only got to see three freaking times this last year. Oh, terrific! Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> of course it's that way. Yeah, he he, he is I, not not to get hyperbolic, but he is built in the image of a Jamar Chase. <laughs> like and so and I've said this before yeah. that Cincinnati is a good example. Uh, Jacksonville this past year, but Cincinnati certainly over the last couple of years. You draft your quarterback, you draft your receiver. Go get your Joe Burrow, go get your Jamar Chase. And I'm not saying these guys are going to be Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, but that's what you're hoping. Yeah, that's, that's what, what you're got. That's yeah. what you're. That's what you are trying to project, and that's the opportunity that that the opportunity that's in front of you in this draft. I just want that guy to be a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud. I don't need him to be anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I, I want that dude to be them. Yeah, no, I no, <laughs> you know I get I mean? that. I'm not like, saying be like that guy. I mean, be analogous to the turnaround. Yeah, like, no, be, I, I get what you're saying. S- symbol what those guys symbolize. I need the Texans to get guys that are going to set their own standard, like. I want them to say, hey, we want to be Bryce Young. We want to be, uh, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know, yeah. like that guy. I think it's there. I need a couple of those guys I, on the Houston I, Texans. I do think it's there. At least out of the first round. I mean, if you don't do anything in this draft, if you don't do anything, like let's just say it stays status quo. They go in with 11 picks. They come out with 11 picks. Like, I need your two first rounders to hit. That's it. I, I just I need the quarterback and receiver, if that's who it's going to be, or the quarterback and maybe go B. John Robinson. You know, I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't kick that one out of bed. You know, yeah. it, it, I, I just need that. Well, and especially coming into a season, to be fair, when your two first round picks from last year do have some question marks. I believe in both of the guys. Don't get me wrong. But there are some legitimate questions oh, no, uh, yeah, from a durability no, no standpoint with Stingley. And just an overall development standpoint with Kenyon Green. So you're entering year two 
with last year's two first-round picks with some level of question marks and something to prove, you certainly want to Easy. feel good about the two guys that you pick in this first round. Easy. How good do you feel about it? 713-572-4610. You guys can text in and let us know. He's Brandon Scott, Sean Bajani, in for Payne and Pendergast. Coming up next, we've got headlines and a lot to get to. A very important weekend that was. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 